Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of our European Hoops podcast. My name is Andrea and we are a Sportitos presentation. Make sure you guys check out Sportitos, especially if you are into fantasy sports, but also for coverage of NBA, NFL, MLB, all the major sports. And uh, of course, subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Twitter at T20League for coverage of our EuroLeague and also the FIBA competitions and the Olympics during this summer. I have the pleasure to have with me here today our EuroLeague experts, Diogo Valente and Tiago Cordeiro. And we will be going over on this episode all the four games that will take place on the second day of the round 22 give you our previews of these games, what to expect from these games, and also our leans and picks that we bring into these episodes. Our experts will be making their picks for each of these four games. And these are games that we expect to be highly competitive. We will start with the game between Jalgiris and Fenerbahce. Then we will talk about the game between Monaco Real Madrid, Paratinaikos and Partizan, and we end with the game between Valencia and Milano. Four games that... Uh, their outcomes will be important for the eight teams that will be taking the court on this 19th of January. And a reminder that we have the previews of the five games that will occur today on the 18th of January. Already released, so make sure you tune in for that episode as well. Let's get into it then and let's start with the game between Jalgiris and uh, Fenerbahce. In this game that uh, Jalgiris will be facing off Fenerbahce at home... Uh, Fenerbahce that is led by a local hero in Kaunas, their head coach, Sarunas Jessica Vicius. Heading into this round 22, Fenerbahce has 13 uh, wins and 8 losses record, ranking in 5th and they are tied with Paratinaikos that is 4th. While Jalgiris is having a tough season so far, they are ranking 16th with a 7 wins and 14 losses record. And they truly need to come into this game determined to defend they are home court and Fenerbahce has been in a great form. It won't be easy for Jalgiris to be able to do that. Fenerbahce won six out of their last seven games, including a thrilling 80-78 to victory against this Jalgiris team last month. In that encounter, Tyler Dorsey, that is averaging 17.3 points in the last three games, was crucial for the Turkish team. On that game, he ended with 19 points. On Jalgiri's side, I believe that we will see Roland Schmitz aiming to come back after a challenging game against Barcelona, where he was held to just 5 points. His performance on this game will once again be crucial to Jalgiris, that should have in Keenan Havens once again a very important player. He has been very consistent and uh, he tends to be the most influential player for this Jalgiris team. Ahead of this game, we heard from coach Sharon Zasikovic that um, it's extremely difficult to play in the Zalgiru Arena. And I believe that we will see that on this game, especially with uh, Zalgiris being with their backs against the wall and needing any victory that they can get. We can expect a physical, a tough game with a passionate fan base trying to elevate Zalgiris into a very important victory. What do you guys think? Do you think that they will be able to do it? This is a tricky one. I mean, when you look at Zalgiris playing at home, uh, they always have a case to win any game. Uh, even though this season they haven't been the best team at home. Uh, but we all, we already know when you're playing in Kaunas, Zalgiris always has a chance to win regardless of the opponent. Uh, but I just think in this matchup against Fenerbahce, 
Uh, I think the size difference is too big, and I think Fenerbahce has all the advantages there in, in basically every position. Um, with Sean Pierre at the wing, I think he can cause some damage inside against smaller wings. And I just don't see Zagiris being able to keep up on, on the boards and in the paint. So I'm going to go with Fenerbahce to get this win on the road. I believe that Fenerbahce will win this game. We know they're in a good momentum right now. They have three wins in a row and they're in the fifth position. And they will want to, to keep improving because after the signing of the new coach, Sharunas, they, they're becoming one of the best teams in Europe. They, they defend pretty well right now. In, on offense, they have such a talented roster. It's so good to see them. And it's so good to see uh, Wilbekin playing like as a, a movement shooter because they needed that for sure. If he's a, a movement shooter and after that, if he doesn't have the, the shot, uh, he can create for himself in pick and roll situations. It's so good to see their offense flowing. And I don't see Zalgiris being able to, to stop that and matching the Fenerbahce athleticism, even though Fenerbahce missed Nigel Ace Davis in the, in the last game. I believe that Fenerbahce will, will for sure uh, have a good game against a Zalgiris team that lacks a lot of depth. Both of you are in agreement with uh, each other and with the market that also think that uh, Fenerbahce are favorites to, to win this game. We don't have any links for, for this specific matchup and we won't be looking at any plays for uh, this game. So we will keep moving and look into the next game that will take place. And this is a high-level matchup between Monaco that ranks in 8th place with 11 wins and 10 losses and Real Madrid that is first with 19 wins and 2 losses having a very impressive season so far and being one of the most dominant teams of the, the whole competition. But this won't be an easy game for the team from Madrid. Monaco can compete with anyone and we expect them to be able to do it on this matchup as well. Uh, Monaco has been somewhat inconsistent throughout this season. They haven't been able to be a force in every single game that they play, but at their best and when they show they showed their best performances throughout this season, they were indeed very competitive and they were able to play at a very high level. Real Madrid has the best offense uh, of the competition, scoring almost 90 points per game. They are at 89.7 points per game. And uh, they also are an ex excellent defensive team. They have the fourth best defense of the competition so far, allowing 77.8 points per game. While uh, Monaco, their biggest strength so far this season, has been the ability to take care of the ball. They impressively are in under double digits turnovers per game. They are at just 9.7 turnovers per game. And that certainly will be key on this uh, game against uh, Real Madrid. The last time that these two teams played against each other in Madrid, Real was dominant and they beated Monaco 91-78. to But uh, I believe that the difference between these two teams is smaller than what this uh, game showed. And uh, I believe that Monaco will want to show that on the, this game. Who do you guys expect to see coming out on top and uh, conquering this victory? This one will be one of the best games in this round 22. And if you didn't ever watch any EuroLeague game, this might be a good one for you to start your EuroLeague experience. Because you see the names in, in this game. We have Mike James, we have Campbell Walker, uh, Sergio Rodriguez, Sergio Wolf, Facundo Campazzo, and so on. We can go like 
the full list and it's endless. But now speaking on the game and speaking who I think that will win, I believe that Real Madrid will win. I don't trust this uh, Monaco team to play good defense, first. Second, even though that Real Madrid doesn't have the, the same uh, same players to do that, because um, we saw Panathinaikos bothering a lot, Mike James, because Jerry and Grant is such a good defender and Real Madrid doesn't have a, a guy like that. But as a team, I do I trust Real Madrid to play a good defense on Mike James and others. But especially on Mike James, they, they need to, to contain him. And if Walter Tavar plays, and it's a, it's a big if, uh, it's a good thing for them because uh, he borrows a lot of Mike James shots. Uh, but Poirier can do a, a pretty decent job for sure. And on offense, we, we see like Real Madrid is playing the best basketball that I've ever seen. They have uh, four guys, four, six guys that can put the ball in the basket. And I don't trust uh, Monaco to, to play good defense. So for that reason, I believe that Real Madrid will win. In a normal situation, I would go with Monaco to get the win here because I, I, I'm a big fan of how this team was constructed. But they, they've been having some problems. I mean, uh, Jordan Lloyd hasn't been healthy. Uh, Elio Kobo, that whole situation about him getting suspended. Uh, I just think there's a lot there that they need to figure out. So I, I got to go with Real Madrid to win this game. Uh, they are obviously the, the more talented team. They are the better team. Uh, they are coming off a, a very hard-fought win against Valencia. So uh, I think Real Madrid is battle-tested enough for the talent that they have. And I think they will be able to, to overcome Monaco here. But I don't think it's going to be easy. I think Mike James will be a force in this game. And I think he's going to try to push Monaco as much as possible for a win. But in the end, I just don't think they have enough to get this upset at this moment. Yeah, the markets also think that uh, Monaco is not quite there yet and uh, see Real Madrid is a road favorite for this uh, matchup against uh, Monaco. We won't have any plays uh, regarding this game and uh, that means that we will be looking at the third game that will be taking place on the second day of the round 22. And this is a game that I'm extremely intrigued for, the game between the fourth place Paratinaikos with 13 wins and 8 losses and the ninth place Partizan with 11 wins and 10 losses. And let me tell you that when the season started, if I had to guess where these teams would rank at this time of the season, I would have them almost in the opposite order. Although I was uh, high and uh, and I expect great things from this Paratinaikos team, I thought it would take them longer to get into a rhythm and to be able to play at the level that they are playing right now. So that's great for Paratinaikos. They have been truly impressive and they are deserving to be on this mix for home court advantage. Partizan, on the other hand, they did have that slow start to the season, and they still lack consistency to be seen as a top team, to be seen as a team that are actually fighting for that uh, top four places that give you home court advantage in the first round of the, play of the playoffs. And uh, at this moment, they are fighting to run away from the playing seeds uh, and uh, find themselves into a playoff spot. For this game between these uh, two teams, Partizan, we know it's a force and to reckon win offensively. They have the third best offense uh, of the competition in terms of points scored per game, but uh, 
what Paratinakos brings to the table is consistency on both ends of the court. They rank 7 offensively at 82 points per game and they rank 5th defensively allowing 78.4 points per game from their opponents. And this uh, Paratinakos team, it's also a team that is very disruptive. They cause the second most turnovers of all the, the competition. What means that uh, Partizan really needs to, to come up with their A-game into this matchup to be able to repeat the win that they had back in 30 of November when they were able to beat at home a Paratinaikos 92-87. They certainly will want to repeat that, uh, that victory on this game, but uh, playing at home, I think Paratinaikos has an edge and will be very competitive and will be trying to, to conquer this win and continue to build on their very good momentum. Who do you guys expect to, to win this game? Another great game in this round 22 and might be even better because both fan bases are amazing and the fans the fans will show out. Uh, but now speaking on the game, I believe that Panathinaikos will win and they will want to play the same defense on Kevin Punter uh, like they played on Mike James to put Jerry and Grant playing pressing full court and being disruptive and trying to, to steal the ball a lot. But I believe that Partizan might take an advantage because uh, they have a lot of guys that can put the ball in the basket. We, we saw PJ Dozier uh, scoring 23 points, doing a career high here in Europe. They have Nunnally. But I don't believe that Partizan can be consistent enough on the end. If they show me that they're able, they're able to, to be a good defensive team, uh, ends down and they're one of the favorites to, to win it all. But for now, I'm picking Panathinaikos. It should be a, a very good game, uh, but I'm going to go with Panathinaikos. The way they've been playing, the way they they completely blew out Monaco, uh, a win over Efes. I, I think Panathinaikos is one of the teams that's be, that's been playing the best brand of basketball as of late, and they've they've had a, a great run. They they are winning games. They are they are showing up, and something that wasn't the case at the beginning of the season. And Partizan has been struggling a little bit. So uh, I think playing on the road, it's going to be very hard for Partizan to get this win. And I'm going to go with Panathinaikos here. But I think it could be a, a very high-level game, very close game. But I think Panathinaikos at home has the advantage. Panathinaikos at home has the advantage. is also the inkling of the markets. And we don't have a strong play for this game. Our models do like Panathinaikos minus 6.5, but it's just a light lean and not a play that we would be looking at to, to for this game and for this matchup. Let's look at the last game that will take place on this uh, round 22, and it's the game between Valencia and Milano. These two teams have very different stories so far this season from what we expected from them. They are at the moment close in the standings. Valencia is 11 with 10 wins and 11 losses. Milano is 12th with 9 wins and 12 losses. We expected to see more, much, much more from this Milano team for this season. They are finding some momentum. On their previous three matchups, they were able to win two of them. And Valencia lost their previous three matchups heading into this game. Does it mean that Milano has the advantage here? I seriously wouldn't say so. We know how consistent Valencia has been defensively, how tough of an opponent they can be. And uh, Milan has struggled at times to, to be able to score. Valencia allows 77 points per game. They have the third best defensive points allowed. Uh, 
per game of the whole competition, while Milano has the 15th uh, offense of the competition with 78 points scored per game. So we are speaking about one of the best offenses of the competition against one of the worst uh, offenses of the competition on this matchup. And uh, it certainly won't be an easy task for either of these teams to, to score on this game. Milano allows the second least points per game, while Valencia scores the second least points per game as well. So we are talking about second best defense against the, the second worst offense and the third best defense against the third worst offense of the, the whole competition when these two teams are about to match up against each other. It's, we can expect a slow-paced game, but we can expect two teams that really want victories and want to keep their playing and playoff aspirations alive. We, co- we heard coach Ettore Messina saying that, unfortunately, this probably is a decisive game for Milano. And usually we won't hear this type of statements if a coach doesn't want the pressure to be on on their teams and especially the season is kind of still uh, early season. We are now on the second stage in the first rounds of the, the second stage of the competition. But Milano really struggled on the first stage. So they need to step up and they need to conquer wins if they want to aspire to at the very least be a playing team. And beating Valencia, a direct rival, would be important for the Italian team to be able to do it and to keep those aspirations alive. Will Valencia allow them to do it won't certainly be an easy uh, game for the Italian team. Valencia will want to bounce back from the three losses in a row that uh, they have. They will want themselves to stay on that fight and they will want to, at home, be able to impose themselves and conquer this win. Who do you guys expect to come out of this game victorious? I believe that Milano will win this game. And since adding Napier, he solved a lot of problems on offensive part and on defense. Uh, they were already a good defensive team and uh, it's not that damage, the adding of Napier. Uh, and we're we seeing like Devon Hall is becoming a good scorer. They have a lot of offensive threats because they have Voitman, a guy who can shoot. Nico Melli, uh, such a good scorer too. In good games, we, we see that he can score like 20 points. Uh, and on the defensive part, they're doing a great job. And on Valencia's side, uh, they once were known by a good defensive team. But for now, since uh, December 28th, uh, they've suffering uh, more than 82 points. So for that reason, I believe that they won't be consistent enough to, to stop uh, Milano firepower. So I'm picking Milano. Man, right here, we have two teams that I, I really don't know what to expect from them on a week-to-week basis. Um, I think I'm going to go with Milano here because these are two teams that are very good defensively. Uh, but I just think Milano has a bit more talent, especially now with Shabazz Napier, to, to be a better offensive team. And I think they have better shooters too. So I'm going to lean Milano. Uh, but I think this could be a, a very close game and it could be a low-scoring one too. Uh, but I got to go with Milano on this one. But uh, it's obviously going to be close. But I think Milano has the pieces, especially Shabazz Napier, to really make a difference and, and to get this one. The markets disagree with you guys. The markets favor Valencia playing at home against this uh, Milano team. And our models look at Valencia minus three and a half to come 
to be the play that uh, we should be looking at on this uh, particular matchup. Last time that these two teams faced each other back in 9th of November, Milano conquered an impressive 31 points uh, home win, 83 to 52 against uh, Valencia. And uh, this time around, we expect to see a reaction from Valencia to be able to be more competitive playing at home and to be able to try to fight for the victory of this matchup. This takes us to the end of this episode where we went over all the four games taking place on the second day of the round 22. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, Tito Zero League, and also subscribe to the podcast. If you like the work we do, please drop us a five-star review. That's important for more people to be able to find us and for us to continue to bring this uh, podcast regularly for you guys and for free for for every single one of you. That's the way we can continue to do it. I thank my two co-hosts, our EuroLeague experts, for participating in this episode, bringing us their picks for each of these uh, four games. And also, we will be, after the, the these games take place, so the games that are played on this round, being bringing you our recaps of the action, how that impacted the standings, and what to expect from all of the 18 teams that play on the EuroLeague moving forward for the rest of the season. We have a very, very special episode coming out uh, on Monday. For you guys, we have been receiving many questions uh, from you regarding the the EuroLeague and regarding especially young players playing in the EuroLeague and uh, young European players. What is the prospect of those players moving forward? And uh, with the NBA draft that will be heavy on the international prospects and especially in European prospects with uh, Nikola Topic. Uh, Red Star player uh, in the mix to be one of the top picks. Alex Sar, a French player with many other French players being also in the mix. We bring a very special guest to go over all of this and to answer many of your questions that you have that you have made us throughout the the last weeks and the last months about some specific players so stay tuned for that make sure you don't miss out that uh, special episode that we will be bringing you guys as always i'll be talking with you guys soon see you guys hope you liked it and stay tuned for more bye guys see you on next episode